The piece of music we're listening to is called Coffee Time Rock. It's an energetic and uplifting rock guitar piece inspired by the type of promotional soundtrack music used typically in marketing youth lifestyle products. To create this piece, I employed a very standard approach but included a few weird twists of my own. You're listening to How I Make Music, a weekly podcast for the musically curious to go behind the scenes of composition for storytelling in a digital era. Every Wednesday, we break apart one of my own compositions and investigate the stories and insights into how it was made and its effect on listening ears. My name is John Bartman. I'm a music composer from South Africa, and this is How I Make Music. Thank you once again for joining How I Make Music. This is episode 49, Coffee Time Rock, a slamming, hard rock type of uh, inspirational song that we'll get into uh, in just a moment. Just a reminder to all the regular listeners, if you'd like to leave a comment on the show, head over to YouTube, look for How I Make Music podcast, or follow the links in the show notes and leave me a comment on one of the shows. I would greatly appreciate your feedback and I love hearing from you. So without further ado, let's break it down, starting with, of course, the hard rock guitar. Let's give that a listen. I really love the grungy feel of these guitars. To create this part, I recorded four separate takes of the guitar and then smashed them all together in a composite. For the chorus part, which is coming up, you'll hear it actually doubles in uh, depth. In other words, I recorded eight parts for the chorus, giving it a really thick sound. I wanted to use a chord progression during that chorus section, which was a little bit odd. It's always tempting to use the easy and most accessible chord progression so that you can get, you know, the most number of listens or likes or whatever. Uh, stuff like this is way, way overdone. F, C, D minor, B flat. That's a very pleasing and commonly used chord progression, but I find it difficult to implement those progressions into my music because I'm always trying to do something a little bit weird. So in this song, I chose to, well, I chose to use a chord progression, which I describe as spiky for some reason. Um, it's got a sharp four, I'll, I'll explain. Uh, F, B flat, A flat, uh, E flat, B natural, C. So the chord progression which we heard on the guitar is... Let's hear it again with a guitar uh, so you can recognize it. Here we go. We're in the key of F. What makes that uh, weird part sound weird is the natural B. It's a sharp four, so it sounds like this. More like this. That little leading note uh, creates a strange tonality that I thought was pretty welcome, and I used it to spike the track to make it sound a little bit more 
complex than the typical accessible chord progression. Of course, when you're making soundtrack music, you don't always want to draw attention to the music, but I was just basically having way too much fun on the guitar and I decided to go in that direction for this one. Experimentation and fun often go hand in hand and while I was on the experimental trip with the chord progression, I decided to uh, extend out the verse section to a 10 bar cycle instead of one of the standard 8 bar or 16 bar sequences. It's unusual to get a 10 bar cycle in music. Uh, we tend to think of things in terms of groups of four. So having two extra bars for me was a way of rebooting the uh, chord progression so that we could kind of start again from a fresh point each time. It kept the song alive and uh, kind of moving with a bit of variety. I'll play it again and count along so you can hear what I mean by a 10 bar cycle. Here we go. One. Four. Five. Eight. Nine. Ten. And start again. So just these two little bars at the end. The drums go mad and everyone kind of plays the extra two bars with a little bit of gusto and then it sort of resets. These small moments of variety are often what take a standard song and make it uh, into something memorable. Whether you're talking about rock or jazz or classical or anything, it's deviation that makes for memorable music. The drum sound that I used was a standard rock kit and there's really nothing sensational about them. A little bit of reverb on the top. Otherwise, standard rock beat, here we go. I actually really like this sound, it's tight and punchy. But don't want to spend too much more time on the drums, they're kind of self-explanatory. The vocal composite in this piece, on the other hand, is extremely strange. The first thing that you hear when the track starts is uh, a multi-track of me shouting hey 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 but there's more to it first let's listen the track starts out with these hey's hey, 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 hey. with a bit of delay on them hey, hey, hey. making this song was an exercise in creating commercial music and often you get a corporate brief for uplifting exciting uh, energetic music i just thought this time i would put my own spin on it listen to the vocals in the chorus <laughs> Definitely something strange going on there. Let's break it down a little bit. The chorus part has got uh, three layers of vocals. The first is a standard sing-along, like this. But the second one is a pitch-bent version of that. What I've done here is transposed one of the parts up a fifth, meaning that these two parts together are parallel fifths. On a piano, parallel fifths would sound like this. Mm -hmm. 
parallel fifths have got this strange sound. It's a tonality that kind of predates Western music, and it's often used uh, in uh, Egyptian-sounding music or Egyptian scenes in movies, uh, Tomb of Tutankhamun, that kind of thing. So let's hear the vocals being sung together as parallel fifths on their own. Here we go. <laughs> Nice, going in a nice weird direction, just how I like it. But it wasn't weird enough. So using a sampler, I was able to play my own voice on a keyboard way lower than I could actually sing it, resulting in a third part and a way higher part that I couldn't sing either, resulting in a fourth part. This is how those two sound together. <laughs> This track is starting to be defined by a little bit of vocal weirdness um, and I do find that uh, what I call the do piano, uh, my own voice sampled, is an ear-catching device. It's uh, resulted in some of my most popular tracks. I went a step further and back in the verse part I play my voice on an arpeggio, again unnaturally high and sounding very staccato like this. <laughs> For the song I used a bass guitar, I didn't want to use a sampled bass because I wanted it to sound a little bit more authentic. Like the drums, there's not much to say about it, it really just doubles the chords on the guitar, but there's one small thing I want to show you, give this part a listen. It's the same chord progression as the guitar. And I've just used that same leading note I mentioned earlier, the B natural, to roll into the C, which provides a little strangeness uh, to the progression, that spikiness that I was talking about. So I've doubled the chords on the bass, and I think it works quite nicely. And finally, this track is at 154. BPM. Where does the excitement in music come from? Well, one easy answer is that track tempo should always be compared to the speed of a heartbeat or a walking or running pace. In other words, at 154 BPM, this track implies that we're jumping around or running because our heart rate is going, you know, two or three times as fast as it normally does. Probably about the same as my actual heart rate when I was writing this track. Uh, jumped up on caffeine like I am all day, every day. Well, that's about it for this week's episode of How I Make Music. We'll listen to the full track, Coffee Time Rock, in just a moment. But before we do that, thank you for listening to How I Make Music. Catch new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can download the track from this episode, Coffee Time Rock, from the music page on my website, johnbartman.com, J-O-H-N-B-A-R-T-M-A-N-N.com. I want you to use it in your own podcast or as an intro theme for a, for a podcast that you're doing. I think it might work well for uh, podcasts about beer and gaming maybe, um, or a video production or even an audio drama if you are a creator of audio fiction. Find links to me on Twitter and YouTube in the show notes. And lastly, I love hearing from you. So search How I Make Music on YouTube and leave your comments on the show. It would mean a lot to me and I love getting your feedback and making the show better for you guys, finding out who you guys are. 
So now here is Coffee Time Rock, a hyperactive, uh, kind of grunge rock sounding, um, uplifting, almost corporate sounding track uh, with a lot of thick guitars and a lot of uh, energy uh, in its entirety. I'll catch you next week. Keep finishing your projects. Big love, guys, and I'll see you soon.